0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, April 27th. Betsy Quammen is a historian and writer who documents conflict in Western states. Her last book was American Zion. In it, she documented the roots of the Bundy family's fight over public lands. Justin Higginbottom speaks with the author about her upcoming book and how the West has changed since COVID.
1: Betsy Quammen has met a lot of people with strong political beliefs in the West. And over the last few years, she's seen how those beliefs have changed. The book
2: I'm working on now is called True West, Sorting Realities in the Far Side of America. And it's about militia misinformation and political polarization and what happened during COVID. And and it's actually me going out to... A number of different places, Western states, and having conversations with people and really trying to get a sense of where we are without having talking heads and politicians with agendas representing each other.
1: She talks with people across the political spectrum in the West, school teachers and marginalized communities, whistleblowers and ranchers. And she talks with those that seem like they've left the spectrum altogether anti vaxxers, QAnon believers, militia members.
2: You know, we're at a point where relationships are breaking down so dramatically. And what I've found is that I can talk to anybody. I mean, I had a guy start the conversation telling me he'd been radicalized and he invited me out to his ranch for the weekend. And he's one of my favorite humans ever. I mean, I talk to him on a regular basis, and and I spend a lot of time myself being angry during the Trump years, and and still have a great deal of trepidation about what's happening in this country. But I do think that when you get around people with agendas, or people you know who are making money doing clickbaiting, um, or people who are lying. Uh, you actually um, are able to, if you have the opportunity, <laughs> um, build relationships. And, and so it's kind of my own activism, this book.
1: With her last book, she spent time with the Bundys, the ranching family that has battled the federal government over land use. They have been involved in two armed standoffs so far. Kwaman connected to the family over religion that aspect was lost in a lot of reporting of them and their supporters.
2: When I went to visit the Bundys, I talked to them about the Book of Mormon and their religious perspectives. And we spent three hours, again, just talking about Mormon worldview. And that enabled me to to understand where they were coming from. I I, I even said, you know, I don't want to talk about, at that point, it was before Malheur. So I said, I I don't want to talk about the Nevada standoff, which was that two-hour armed conflict. You know, I, I said, let's just talk about Mormonism and what it means to you and how it informs your position on public lands.
1: She thinks to really understand others with a different view of the world, it helps to connect on a personal level. No arguing, little judging, just talking.
2: I just asked them about themselves. I had a three-hour talk with an Annie Vaxer who is part of this wonderful family and it's causing significant tension in this family. It's a, you know, they're a very rural family. Half of them gets vaccinated. The other, this, uh, a woman won't vaccinate her kids. So the grandkids, you know, it's just, it's caused a lot of tension, but I just go in there and listen to everything she has to say. So I'm, I'm not arguing with people. I'm really trying to find out where they're coming from so that I understand it. And then I try to find You know, something that I can feel sympathetic with, like, for example, this woman really believes that her kids had a terrible reaction to some of their first vaccines and that maybe one of them had a
1: stroke. Although she does have a limit, for example, she stays pretty clear of Aryan nation types in the Pacific Northwest, and she doesn't hide her political views. She's reported previously on sagebrush rebellion groups fighting for private control of land and the constitutionalist sheriff movements who see those officers as the last offense against tyranny. But she saw changes during COVID. New alliances were formed with new causes. For example, yoga moms joining with right-wing anti-vaxxers.
2: I wrote a piece right before the election saying, we're in trouble. This this coalition is, is unprecedented. And um, I think it's affected everything. I mean, I, I think that the way our country is sort of set up right now is it's really dangerous. And to see these these groups coalesce and what it's doing just in terms of the a whole idea of what, if, what is true now, it's subjective.
1: A dangerous tendency she saw from the mainstream was to alienate those already on the fringes.
2: You know, one of the things that I think is so dangerous is, and I hate this expression, this othering but it's happened throughout history over and over and over again when a, a group of people are shunned and that can lead to violence. I, I mean, and it does. And so if, if we on both sides, because I've, I've heard liberals talk about people living in rural communities being ignorant or people who believe scientific misinformation, you know, are stupid. That's so dangerous. And then you go to, again, this conspiracy theorists that, that are doing these red pill events and you'll hear them get up and, call liberals socialists and communists. And, you know, communists, I mean, that that was used to other, a group of people uh, as recently as the 50s, and it still has like this cachet. But if we continue to let people explain who we are without being in relationship with one another, that's when things get dangerous.
1: She thinks that the West would benefit from more empathy, especially in such polarizing times. You don't have to compromise your own values. You just have to listen.
2: They're just folks trying to understand what the hell is going on, just like me. And they they have very s- specific impressions of people that they have heard through whatever news source they're listening to. And when you sit down with somebody and you look them in the eye and really listen to them, you, you begin to see that, you know, maybe you don't agree with everything, but I end up liking almost everybody I talk to. And that feels good. I mean, it feels good after being mad.
1: In the future, she sees continued conflict around COVID, but also groups focusing on critical race theory in school and election integrity. And although the more militant fight over public lands hasn't been in the open lately, she says it's just below the surface.
2: Moab has a really interesting history of anti-government, sagebrush rebellious activity.
1: That includes the time protesters in the 80s drove a bulldozer through Grandstaff Canyon. It had a sign that read, I'm a sagebrush rebel. Kwaman argues there's still a Western identity that binds us together, though, whether you live in Montana or Utah.
2: What I'm trying to do is look at where we are as Westerners because we it, it feels like as Westerners, we have a really deep sense of being connected to other Westerners. Like, I, I mean, I spend tons of time in Utah. I'm up in Montana, but I, I always feel really connected with folks down there. And, and, you know, the the answer that I've heard, too, is culturally People really are connected to the land, they're connected to their communities, they're connected to this idea of being Western. And so that's what this new book is about. And it's me trying to put together all these puzzle pieces so that they actually fit together in a comprehensive narrative.
1: She's on her second to last chapter of True West. It's due out next year. Meanwhile, her book, American Zion, is in its second printing. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News.
0: And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, April 27th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever
1: you listen to podcasts.